Does everybody know what time it is? Time to check the batteries in your carbon monoxide detector. That's right. It's a safety-oriented grunt work. Oh, shit. Run! Listen, echoes sound afar. Listen, listen, echoes sound afar. Funicula, 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 funicual. Grunts sound afar. Funicula, funicula. And if you're wondering, Truman, why are you talk singing opera? Why would you do this to yourself? And why would you do this to us, more importantly? You'll figure it out in the course of this week's episode of <laughs> Grunt Work, the only podcast about the TV series Home Improvement that makes its own gravy right in the pan. <laughs> I'm your host, Truman, the Clap-On Man Caps, and with me as always is my co-host, Landon, the Clap-Off Man Solano. Uh, and I just want to jump right in here, <laughs> yeah, Landon. Please. Just jump, just, 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 just dive into this. I couldn't jump in if I wanted to stop that momentum. I, tr- trust me, I, I wish that <laughs> momentum could have stopped before I did that to all of us. Uh, this is a very Italian-y episode of, of Home Improvement. Yeah. This week. Last week's episode was a very Finnish episode of Home yeah. Improvement. Uh, so I think that's a sign that we're in the right place doing the right thing, despite all other evidence that we are doing the wrong thing and should stop immediately. Are you, is the television show giving you direct messages into your brain? I, I it doesn't do that to is everyone. Is it telling you to do things? I mean, it's, uh, well, it's, it's telling me, it's telling me to fix up my house and to disrespect everyone around me and, <laughs> and not really learn anything. Here's a question. Why is this episode Italian? Well... I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of... It's because Benny's Italian. Benny's Italian, and he loves, I guess, like all Italians, he loves singing opera music. Does Uh, he? I mean, just in the shower, I guess. I mean, well, what, I mean, is that really what anybody, who's singing Funicula, Funicula, (laughs) Funicula, Funiculi, Funicula. Did we just swap bodies? What, what, You're pulling a Landon right now. Okay, okay. Um, I don't know. So you have to say something insensitive about Italy now. Is that is that the thing? Uh, or you can just I don't know, just talk about Cheers, I guess. Um, yeah, I don't know why it was so uh, so Italian, but uh, it. I mean, I guess just Benny. I guess that's his character as being Benny, a slovenly yeah. lazy guy with uh, Italian heritage. Just like all Italians. I'm not trying to say that about all Italians. <laughs> if, I've learned, if I've learned anything from listening to Tony Soprano talk about Italian history, it's that Italian immigrants built this country. And On the, rock and roll. And Yes, exactly. They, they, they discovered the richest deposits of rock and roll, <laughs> and they built a country there. And yet, what are they seeing in the shower? Opera music. Uh, it's, it's the most um, uh, high energy and emotion... I mean, which I, I feel like hair bands were trying to achieve in the 80s. True, true. It was I mean, getting... They uh, were really trying to go for the operatic uh, uh, fans out there. Yeah, you know, uh, Puccini didn't stop believing, I guess. <laughs> uh, well, you know, it, all that aside, it's good yeah. to be here. I'm glad to be back. Yeah, it's good to see you. It's good to see you, too. There's one tradition that we can never let go is telling each other it's good to see each other after having been in the apartment for God knows how long already. <laughs> um, we... Do you have anything you want to bring up, or do we? Want yeah, to I like, do. Actually. Okay, bring bring up that thing you want to bring up. Uh, well, we're into a new month now. Um, oh yes, June, which means we are uh, sweating even more. <laughs> we are. It's getting a little warmer. I am. I'm glistening a little bit. I got my 
my hanky uh, to and wipe my brow. I've got my uh, paper towel to wipe away the hair gel as it sweats out of my <laughs> face and onto my forehead. Uh, so we have sent out uh, our first month's uh, Al Pals gifts, which were the VHS Girl prints, which were uh, super awesome. You guys have been sending in photos of them, and uh, it makes me so happy. It makes me happy, too. Uh, wanted to announce... Um, we have another art print coming. Yes. But it's not quite ready. So in the interim, here's what we're going to do. Um, I have started creating a collection, different collections of home improvement pins. Yes. Uh, so if you are donating on our Patreon at the AlPal level, you will uh, this month you're going to get collection one of our pins. And um, that's what they sound like. I mean, oh, yeah. I, I've put them in baggies. So Welcome to our ASMR podcast. <laughs> Oh, yeah. No, that's good. No, that's worse. That's worse. That's really bad. <laughs> Everyone is now anti-ASMR. <laughs> uh, so, okay. I'm doing kind of a collect them all sort of deal. So, collection one... Gotta, gotta pin them all. ...includes Al, Tim, Wilson, Jill, and uh, a, a grunt work pin. Oh. And these are all, like, to be very specific, these are like the really small one-inch pins. So, yes. that's why you're gonna get five in a in a pack. Yeah. Um, if you're trying to get up to 30 pieces of flair at... Uh, <laughs> Flingers is that the name of it? Shenanigans, shenanigans is the no, name. no, that's the one from Super Troopers. Oh, shenanigans. Oh yeah, that's yeah, yeah, the place with the with the mozzarella sticks and all the shit up on the walls. Yeah, <laughs> continue. But yeah, if you do love flair, um, we we've got some for you. So this is collection one. Uh, in the future, we already have collection two created. I'm gonna keep it as a mystery bag for now until mm-hmm. we're ready to to announce that. But uh, this is what you're gonna get for. Um, Al Pal donators uh, for this month. So very excited about that. And also just want to mention that next week uh, we will be recording, not releasing, but recording our second big goal episode for Patreon, which, you know, we're long overdue for. So, yes. Uh, so if you feel a disturbance in the force that day, it's because we're talking about Frasier. <laughs> well, Frasier, after our uh, our Gruntwork Nights episode this week, I'm like, man, maybe there's a there's a room to do a Mystery Science Theater. Uh, maybe a Mystery Science Theater, or maybe talking about Hanna-Barbera cartoons, because, <laughs> folks, that is a goldmine. Look on Wikipedia. Also, another goldmine, and this is already off topic, the TV show Arthur. They, the, yeah, Arthur, yeah. about the aardvark. Yeah, right. A, it's been on for 24 seasons. B, the wiki for that? Oh my god. The um, someone, some adult human is carefully cataloging like you think that we go in depth <laughs> about episodes of home improvement. There is someone who is not only noting all of this stuff yep. but like organizing a wiki all about like where does Arthur live? What states could it potentially be in? Oh well, in this episode it looks Isn't like it is a Can- Canadian show. Wait, well, it is it's a Canadian and American co-production. In some oh. episodes you can if you freeze frame it like this guy did, you can see that they're using green money, but other episodes they use money that has the coloring that more mimics uh, Canadian money. So there's a lively debate on the Arthur wiki about what country Elwood City uh, where Arthur lives is set. Is there some sort of strange city that is on the border that you can't like, quite tell what the the you know? Th- there's a dispute over who claims it. It's like a Niagara Falls type of yeah, 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 some sort of like island in the you know Lake Superior or something. I, you know, there is there is a pretty long arc on the show where uh, Arthur's parents are drafted into a territorial dispute like between the U.S. and Canada. <laughs> it's a pretty lengthy war, and we learn some lessons about spelling. Oh. About that, yeah. yeah. Anyway, so this is uh, the Arth cast where yeah. we talk about Arthur, <laughs> and this week, Mr. Ratburn, gay. Who knew? Ooh, That's wow. awesome. Yeah. yeah, these are all things that are way I'm too old for. So yeah, um, I, I should be too old for it, and yet I fell into that wiki. <laughs> anyway, yes. Yeah, so our new Patreon yeah. uh, bonus episode coming up, coming it'll soon. Be about something. Yes. Um, and uh, but this isn't the episode. 
or, the, or the TV show or the podcast, even none of those three <laughs> where yeah. we talk about Arthur or no. Frasier or Mystery Science Theater. No, nope. what do we talk about here? We talk about. I was trying to think of something funny, but it's already too hot. We talk we about did the three. We talk about Home Improvement. Yeah, we talk about the TV series Home Improvement. And we do. guys, we watched an episode this week. Surprisingly, we did. I, not not a surprise at all because we were already talking about the episode. <laughs> um, yeah. I, what if I told you? Yeah. What we saw this week. What if I told you what was in the episode? Would you like that? Would that make you happy if I gave you a synopsis? Uh, maybe, but I have a synopsis as well. Oh, you have a synopsis? We both have synopses. Oh, actually, you're right. I, what I was looking at was my introduction, which I thought was a synopsis. <laughs> Landon. <laughs> I was going to propose that we should do them simultaneously and let the listeners decipher it. It would just be me reading my shitty introduction or, again. Or we do like a, a exquisite corpse uh, where you do a few words and I'll add on to it and then you do a few more. Yeah, that would be exquisite. Uh, my brain is cooking alive in, in my head, so be ready. It's going to be one of those episodes. Landon, tell us what happened this week on this episode of Home Improvement. All right, this is nice and uh, concise, I think. Benny has moved into his aunt's house while she's on vacation, but doesn't have access to any gas due to a leaky valve. I'm sure he's got access to some gas. <laughs> Considering. Uh, Tim suggests that they do an episode of Tool Time to show uh, how to fix it so that Benny can get the repairs for free. Benny. Uh, however, <laughs> Benny forgets to mention that in addition to the leaky gas valve, the oven has also been leaking, leading things to go dangerously awry. Yes. Or... Or should I have said explosively awry? Or should you have said dangerously explodey? Ah, explosivo. That's, is that Italian? That's great. <laughs> uh, that's all true. That's yes. Those are all things that happen. They, oh, brother, does it get dangerously awry? Yeah, there's, there's an ellipses in there, too, where Benny moves in with the tailors. Uh, yeah, we don't need to know that. We'll get to that. Yeah, we'll exactly. That. Yeah. yeah. So that's the, the rough and tumble synopsis this week. Of this rough and tumble episode. Uh, do you want to guess that title? Yes. Do, 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 brought to us by somebody. John, John, John S. John S. John. I had him, I had him listed as the synopsis, not the guess that title, which is why we're, we're all, we're, we're really fucking up our notes today. It's the theme of this episode. <laughs> John S. Okay. I'm going to guess that title. Okay. Okay. One, having a blast. Okay. I know. I accept it. I have to kind of get get warmed up. You get a you get a pass out of a pass fail on that. Wow. Uh, two, classical gas leak. <laughs> I don't even understand it. There's but a I love song it. called Classical Gas. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Episode the op, option three for the title. <laughs> okay. Avoid the clap. <laughs> I think it's called Avoid the Hand Smack. Ah, well. Oh yes, you're right. I'm sorry. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot we changed that. Um, four. Tim Taylor totally blows up a dude's house. <laughs> I think that one's spe- that, that one's cathartic. I think you're projecting a little bit on that. Nah, one. Yeah, well, that house projected debris far <laughs> okay. across the street. All right, all right. And lastly, this one is really just a curveball straight to you. So it's not a curveball; it's a straight ball. Straight ball, <laughs> straight to you. Burning down the house. Ooh, yeah. See, I yeah, like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. David Byrne up here twisting and turning. <laughs> um, were any of those? No, but I actually think you may appreciate this one yeah okay the title is called a house divided yeah i guess i mean seems like you'd like the title just with it attributed to a different episode yeah honestly like if or if the house was on like a fault line and it split into two pieces (laughs) 
this is a house exploded yeah. let's be honest i mean it, it would be more applicable or i, I guess so if it was like a, an internal strife between the family and like mark aligned with tim while randy took jill's side and brad was in the middle actually mark would be in the middle yeah it's, mark's always in the middle <laughs> Uh, on the new show, Mark in the Middle, starring uh, the Mark guy from Breaking Bad. Mark Taylor. Yes, also Mark Taylor. Uh, so, Brian Cranston was his name. Not Mark Taylor's name. God, this is a bad episode we're making. Uh, okay, so I think that, that I think that, that a house divided would be better if it was a dispute that divides the whole family and the thing that divides them is helping someone with their math homework that is about long division. Ooh, all right. That's the, the, the catalyst? We're, to get, we're, that's the, the MacGuffin to get you into the plot? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I like we're, it. we're reverse engineering episodes from what their titles could be now. <laughs> Uh, this episode originally aired on February 21st, 1995, uh, directed by Andy Kadiff. He seems to have reassumed the, the primary role of director. once again, yes. Uh, written by Bruce Ferber and Lloyd Garver. Mm. Uh, Bruce Lloyd Ferber. Garver, male prostitute. <laughs> we made that joke before. Oh. <laughs> Back on The Root of All Evil, which is the other episode from the season that he's written. Okay, that, the, that's probably when I did it, yep. He also wrote an episode of Frasier. <gasps> Which episode of Frasier? I knew you were going to ask that, and I didn't write it down. Damn well, it. Landon, come on, dude. You should call <laughs> Frasier and ask him why you're subconsciously trying to it's sabotage my us. my fault. Uh, Bruce Ferber also wrote the season Back in the Saddle Shoes, our yeah. season premiere. Yes. And Borland Ambition. Okay, okay, so, cool. Uh, there's our credits for this episode. How did you feel about it? Uh, wow, you know. the, the, yeah, the I, wavering I, in that voice. Sometimes sometimes it makes sounds just so when I edit the podcast, I can look at what the waveform looks like. It's just a little treat for me that comes at the expense of everyone who has to listen to this shit. Uh, you know, I didn't love it. Uh-huh. I wouldn't say that. I mean, I don't know. Tim can was... Can you pinpoint why? Because I'm having a, a, a problem with that. A problem with my reaction? No, my... Because I, I feel similarly to you. I didn't love this episode... Uh, and I'm trying. I'm having a hard time pinpointing why. Tim was being assy in a season three way, and then yeah, and then but then he was eclipsed in his assiness by Benny, who was being even assier. I guess just seeing all these people go so far out of their way to help, like seeing Tim, who's an asshole, then go out of his way to help Benny, who's an even bigger asshole. Uh, seeing the way that it inconveniences the entire family, including Jill, who has better stuff to be doing. Yeah, and also just like it's a like no one really learns anything it's mostly the whole plot of the episode is tim blows up a guy's house which admittedly is an impressive effect but see that's the that's where i get caught up where i'm like it's such a flimsy episode that feels like it's trying to distract us with the big bangs you know yeah it's a big bang theory if you will (laughs) just just a little hypothesis i have um it's an untested theory god created everything (laughs) it's so, like, I'm I'm conflicted with Tim in this episode because he does, as soon as the Tool Time episode starts, uh, he is, like, just back to season three asshole to, to Al for no yeah, reason. Yeah, Um, Completely unjustified, and his, like, comic bits with the furnace seem extremely contrived. Oh, my, okay, yeah, that, the whole furnace repair bit is yeah. dog, just But dog then shit. on the flip side of it, <laughs> on the flip side of it, I'm like... He keeps repeating, I'm, I didn't blow up your house. And I'm like, no, that's true, though. Yeah. I'm with you on that. Yeah. This is all Benny's fault. But yeah. then Benny sucks so hard He's, in this episode. He sucks so hard that we forget how much Tim sucks in this episode. <laughs> it's, 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 a, it's a suck mirage. It's a suck distraction, a suck faint. Yeah, and I, I, I want to be careful here because you know Jim Laboria does the part 
well. The oh, part sucks, though, is, all, yeah, is what I'm getting We're to. not criticizing him. I mean, th- this this reminds me of back when The Office was first on, and, and yeah. I was looking at uh, 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 Jenna Fisher's MySpace, who played Pam, and her telling her fans, like, hey, please don't be mean to the guy who plays Roy online. He's actually really sweet in real life. <laughs> Roy, the asshole she, who her yeah. character was married to. It's like, who who is dumb enough to think that the character is so bad that they actually, or that the actor is so bad that they deserve put That's downs? That's true. I will say, though, The Office in particular had an effect of it being that kind of mockumentary. Have yeah. I told my John Krasinski story before? Uh, I don't know. I, like, let's let's crack <laughs> it's, it open. It's very. It's a quick this, story. This is, this is the forum for it. Our home improvement podcast. I think it was season three. So, like, uh, you know, it was pre haircut, pre haircut. But it was all you know. It was a hit. Yeah. But at the same time, it wasn't like they weren't all superstars yet. Yeah. So, I uh, so around season three, I was in a Whole Foods in in Hollywood. And I was oh, just, look at Landon shopping at the Whole Foods. <laughs> I, was, I was meeting somebody who was shopping at Whole Foods. Let's put it that way. <laughs> and uh, as I was waiting for her to get her, you know, fancy stuff, her, her, her jar ap- full of, of t- you know, <laughs> apricots for spread. ten bucks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Celery water. Right. Uh, I was just sitting there, and I caught eyes. I'm like, oh my god, I haven't seen him in forever. Thinking that I like caught eyes with an old college buddy of mine i gave the end of the story away but uh so i like lock eyes and i give them like this this uh recognizable you know like oh i recognize you like ah and then i'm like this this is all happening in a split second i'm like ah i don't actually know you and it took a few seconds for it to go oh you're jim from the office you're not a real person You're John Krasinski. I don't know you at all. <laughs> it's like seeing your teacher at the supermarket. It's like, yeah. oh, what? You actually are here. Yeah. Uh, d- but he was. He saw you have that entire vision quest. <laughs> exactly. Yes. You know, probably he sees that a million times a day, though. Or Not at least well, back then. Yeah, back then, I'm sure yeah. it was much more common. I mean, this is before you could like recognize him as a star. He was yeah. like pre Quiet Place, obviously. Yeah. Now, now everyone's like, oh my god, you're the guy from the Benghazi movie. <laughs> Um, you are gonna be Captain America. Wait, what? Yeah, he he was going to be, or he is going to he be. Was, he was going to be. Oh man, he Aww. was like. That's why he got so like buffed up in the last couple seasons. Yeah, he did get like. Well, well, okay, what was it with the Marvel Cinematic Universe cannibalizing from The Office and Parks and Rec? It's like, <laughs> well, let's just mm, we'll just take the kind of everyman types and make them get hot. Mm, yes. <laughs> I don't know why they have a weird accent. Yeah. The Marvel Cinematic Universe personified in this in this <laughs> Kevin bit. Feige is uh, very dainty. Mm, yes, yes. Chris Pratt shall become foppish, shredded. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, yeah, it was. Um, let's get into the the crux. Yeah, of this it's, it's 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 yeah, it's a bad crux, but let's get into it. <laughs> so, would you call it a horror crux? Uh, no, because it is containing evil. Uh, yeah, but it's not having sex for money. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So uh, I think they like to be called sex workers. Uh, I think okay, true, true. It's not a sex worker crutch. That's for you know what? I'm only gonna I'm only gonna <laughs> it's for workers work. comp. Yeah, <laughs> sex workers comp. Uh, yes, that's right. Good content. Okay, so <laughs> so we open in the Taylor household. Uh, the grunt creep is a teetering on the half wall between the entryway and the yeah, living room. Yeah, like little banister. And he's teetering for a long time. He is. Back and forth, back and forth. This guy has balance issues. It needs to get its inner ear checked. <laughs> and uh, Is that what's wrong with me? 
Is that maybe? I don't know. Oh, if, well, well, maybe don't jump up on the half wall in the tailor's house, mm. and that that might solve some of your problems. I just stand on the ground and feel teetery. <laughs> um, well, I don't know. Also, you don't have the dimensions of the grunt creep, which has tiny little spindly legs, and then like this very Fair. wide boxy body. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the grunt creep falls off and yeah. face plants uh, as Jill is complaining about how hard it is to apply for grad school. Yeah, she comes barging in the front door. Uh, Immediately starting my questions with this episode, she's trying to apply to grad school after one year of psychology, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> okay, I'm not crazy on that. That's she even is. I just got the best idea. <laughs> <laughs> I I just shit my pants in utter shock. So, uh, uh, is guess the... what, guys? I have a therapy appointment tomorrow. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good, man. I'm 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 proud of you. You can uh, you can work out some of the issues you've got with this episode. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, I, I don't know what, she gets after the boys later on in this episode for, like, them not understand, like, we thought you were already in grad school. I was taking undergrad classes, but yeah, so she, did she do four years of undergrad psychology in... Maybe, maybe it's, you know, I don't think it's ever been addressed, but, you know, that could only be the explanation that she just didn't finish her degree, and she's going back for one year to kind of finalize things or it's like she had to take a couple of in addition to the bachelor she already has from college with tim just bring her her she just has to get a couple other undergrad transcripts back up to to date i don't know what that yeah i don't know standards they learned a bunch of new things about psychology since the 70s i (laughs) I would assume they probably did well yeah uh Okay, well, I'm glad I wasn't crazy. That's a, an actual weird thing. Yeah, no, it's a weird, it's a weird thing. Okay, uh, but that's not what's important. What's really important, what is central to this entire episode, is that Tim is upgrading the garbage disposal. God, it's, yes, he is. Uh, is he taking away power? Is he adding more power? Is he leaving the power the same? I'm gonna, uh, big money, big money, big money, more power. Uh, yep, you know, you avoided all the whammies. He's adding more power. <laughs> Uh, he's making it so you can throw an entire cob of corn down there and it'll blend up the entire thing. Mm, why? I guess because we live in America and uh, <laughs> conspicuous consumption and waste is the ultimate uh, show of power and wealth. I guess so. So, yeah, so he uh, does the thing and he revs up the, the disposal and then he starts throwing ears of corn in there. And I'm sitting there waiting like, okay, what's the joke going to be? What's, there's some smoke coming out of there, so I'm going to catch fire. And then, nope, just corn kernels start flying out and it's turns into a corn transition and then we go to the opening <laughs> credits the whole joke is just that is just tim allen putting pieces of corn through a hole in a sink that a pa an, some unlucky pa is down there catching <laughs> and the audience is eating it up yeah uh no not literally the disposal's eating it up yeah i know yeah it's a real it's a, again it's a waste you could have given that raw corn to the audience and made more use of it um <laughs> i do want to point out our sweatshirt shop oh yes Gotta get a better title. Really for that. do. We maybe we should maybe we should have someone manufacture a better title overseas with substandard working conditions. Uh, he's wearing an HFCC shirt. Do you know what uh, uh, college that is? That is uh, Hibiscus Falls Community College. <laughs> These are all Michigan based. Oh, okay. There's not a lot of hibiscus plants in Michigan. <laughs> well, how would I know? I haven't been there. You've never sure. invited okay. me to come. Uh, this is Henry Ford College. Oh, well. Okay, that's where they teach you how to be anti-Semitic and make lots of money. Yeah. And hate unions. <laughs> um, I, I understand he also made some cars. Uh, I've heard that. Yeah. Uh, so, but yeah, so uh, this is, I don't think there's much to say about this cold open. No, there, there's not. Really, the cold open exists to give Jill her through line and to give us a stinger to this episode. Yeah. Neither of which are very strong. Yeah. 
so we go in, we get a popcorn transition. It all comes jumping out of the garbage disposal at the screen, yeah. which uh, rains down on us, and we're taken to the theme song. Yep. Uh, where, you know, the tailors are just doing their interdimensional travel thing. Yep, Tim Tim falling out of the air trying to flap his arms to fly. Jill catch him in a wheelbarrow. What sucks we'll, about we'll this miss these moments. is that there are still gender norms, even if you're an interdimensional, genderless uh, traveler i think i think yeah you know that, that i think that when so many other things are changing around you i guess they have to maintain some strict traditions which or is that the way to blend in maybe so maybe so they just they're Don't only going questions yeah exactly they are only going to very uh heteronormative uh gender specific <laughs> uh dimensions how depressing it is yeah although if tim were flipping it around he would be adding more power to the wheelbarrow laundry to well he, yeah i guess it's weird to sell that episode i wish we the could, wheelbarrow yeah yeah yeah, uh, yeah he did add more power to the laundry and it actually worked for once yeah <sighs> i wish Tim and, could... well and for what it's worth so does the garbage disposal it doesn't explode actually yeah this is one of the only things he like that's the strangest thing that's why it feels so weird this garbage disposal i again it makes no sense that it's this powerful yeah. but it does exactly what tim intended and it doesn't what if this becomes a just like the laundry machine uh a recurring thing throughout the rest of the series they just have this ultra powerful garbage disposal from now on that would be actually that would be pretty cool just like they uh they you know when they kill someone in season eight they have to like stuff the body down the sink <laughs> just at thanksgiving uh next year the next season jill's put, gonna be doing something and it's just gonna be like putting turkey bones down there yeah she just puts the entire turkey carcass down down it or like eventually if they the blender breaks they just instead use the garbage disposal <laughs> which kind of happens with tim later in this episode yeah so anyway uh we come from the theme song to harry's hardware yes alice oh, yes. sweeping up yep because he thinks that a tidy hardware store is a successful hardware store and he says to harry isn't that your philosophy and uh harry throws a bunch of peanut shells on the floor and says yeah in a nutshell and um this i'm not gonna lie this this made me a little uncomfortable i i think it, it touched a little too close to home for me of like Every person that comes, subsequent person that enters the scene, throws something on the floor for yeah. Al to sweep up. And like, it it just started this episode with me going, ah, fuck, fuck everybody yeah. that's doing things on screen. Except, except for Al. Except for Al. I, as always, as yeah. always. Yeah, I think it's only really acceptable to throw a thing on the ground when you know someone else will pick it up. If you are at a Texas style barbecue where they give you the peanut <laughs> shells and you can throw them on the floor. Well, I mean, they give you the peanuts and you throw the shells on the floor. Yes. Whatever happened to those places, by the way? I feel like I haven't been to one of those in a long I know, time. They're not a lot. I mean, I don't think they're in demand here in uh, L.A. You got to go uh, to a place like Michigan that is saying, you know what? You want the authentic Texas, you know, a place like that's so far out of the reach of the region in which it's trying to represent. Yeah. Like that you're going to get it there. The, I, I will tell you. That the, was a succinct way of putting that no 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 but i i think that's right because the, the only texas the only throw peanut shells on the ground texas barbecue i've been to was in salem oregon not yeah, a region known for its barbecue <laughs> uh uh did you meet marty crane there uh sadly i did not if i did i never would have left ah uh so anyway yeah tim yeah benny and tim both arrived throwing their shit on the floor um, they just kind of start yapping about stuff, as is the way. Tim needs a, a new spark plug for his garbage disposal. Yes. And Benny, uh, comes to mention... That he, need, well, he Yeah, needs Benny some, walks in, yeah. Yeah, he, oh, he needs to borrow a, uh, a portable heater from somebody, because the place that he's living right now has no heat whatsoever. Yeah, his aunt's, uh, place, which... Yeah. Already, he's starting this off, uh, 
his aunt is on vacation. Yes. And he's going to be staying in her house for the next six months. Yes. Uh, Rent-free. Just a complete freeloader. Yeah. And it's never really established if he is house-sitting or if he just knows they're out of town, so he's just living there. <laughs> At one right, point, we see clutter. one of the windows is broken. So it is kind of, I think, hinted that he just broke into the house because he knows they, they won't be around. <laughs> I had not put that together until right now. I, I wouldn't put anything past Benny at this point. He is <laughs> utter shit. It's, it's so frustrating because I, you know, separately, I don't think either of these things are an issue. Like, you can have a fun freeloading character, you know, and make him funny. Make yeah, him like Kramer. Andy Dwyer, you yeah. know, from Parks and Rec, or yeah. at least the early episodes. Yeah. Uh but you can't have him be a freeloader and completely apathetic and lazy and, you know, kind of a dick to, or... I no, guess he's kind of even, a dick. But he's a dick through obliviousness. You know, he's not, like, overtly, you know, no, antagonizing. I feel like he kind of knows, though, and he just chooses not to be yeah. different. I I don't know. He's, he's, Benny is really the, the sort of person who, you you know, who a therapist would tell you to get the hell away from. <laughs> uh, honestly, I don't know, like, Jill, when she gets her degree, is going to be like, Tim, you need to stop hanging out with Benny. <laughs> We'll get into more issues with Benny later on, but uh, that's the name of his spinoff, Issues with Benny, <laughs> where he works at a magazine. Uh, anyway, he comes to reveal that he has a leaky gas valve in the house, uh, in his aunt's house. So he's shut off the furnace and is just yeah. living in the cold and taking baths by heating up hot water on a hot plate and then sponge bathing himself. Uh, yes, that's that's true. That's what he says. Yep, and that's an image that we I... that we have, and now you have to have as well. <laughs> I'm mentally editing things out of my mouth. Um, you. <laughs> Tib suggests, well, you know what? Why don't we uh, do an episode of Tool Time um, about changing out leaky gas valves and uh, you get this work done for free? And here I'm like, Tim, why? Yeah. Like, this is part of what makes me mad about Tim is he's actively enabling this shitty freeloadery behavior yeah. from Benny. Like, yeah. You know, it's one thing to, like, be like, oh, yeah, I can set up with a space heater or something if I want. But it's like, oh, no, 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 let's rig up this elaborate shell game so we can fix your furnace for free and you right. won't have to take on basic responsibility or anything. And considering how quickly they're able to switch out a gas valve, like, yeah. it's a completely irresponsible decision to do an entire episode on location for that especially when benny spends all of his time in a hardware store so presumably he would <laughs> know how to do this you think so yeah he's just there for the donuts and coffee i guess as we've seen in previous episodes he's everywhere for the donuts and coffee <laughs> it's like the donuts and coffee follow him wherever he goes uh but clearly he agrees to it because it's free and uh we get a tv transition as a tv slides up from the bottom of the screen and on that screen is tool time yes and, uh, yeah, it's the beginning of an episode of Tool Time outside this, uh, outside Benny's house. They're yeah. out on location. I have to, I have to give credit here that they went out into the suburbs of Burbank and put just enough fake snow on the ground to make it look like, like, it was actually fairly convincing. <laughs> like, I don't know, it was funny to me thinking about, like, yeah, they want it to look like it's 35 degrees or so. It's probably 75 degrees and everyone's <laughs> sweating in their long pants. Yeah. Uh, here's the thing, though. This is filmed on the back lot. Oh, really? And this was actually the house for Bewitched. Oh, shit. That's very interesting. <laughs> I guess you're right. It wouldn't just be a normal neighborhood. They did blow up a house. <laughs> so they blew up the house from Bewitched on, yeah. on Home Improvement. Yeah. That is pretty, uh, that's pretty interesting. Yeah. It's some IMDb trivia for you there. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so Heidi introduces it. Yeah. I, like, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm torn over whether I should mention this. I Because I, I know that we're, 
trying to be i don't know here's the note that i have you gotta about be Heidi. true to yourself because i have a note about you making notes so go into it because okay. it might give credence to me okay so uh heidi uh introduces tool time and mm-hmm. then turns to walk into the house my note is dad ass oh she i'm i'm so you know okay. what debbie dunning is a wonderful actress she brings a lot of things to the table heidi is a very skilled character with lots of good qualities these jeans work very well for her they do her ass plenty of favors it looks wonderful then probably the, my favorite one of my favorite parts of the episode the honestly. quote i wrote down from you was eat a bag of dicks not to her <laughs> not to her i'm sorry <laughs> I was not telling Heidi to eat a bag of dicks. She should eat whatever she wants to eat. Um, oh, I mean, did you get more clarity? I, I know I said I said eat a bag it's, of dicks to Tim. You did, because uh, the second that they start the episode, I think Al rightly realizes changing a gas valve isn't going to take 30 minutes at best, you know, presuming this isn't an hour-long show. Uh, Doesn't seem like it. <laughs> of, of, home improve, or of tool time. So he starts suggesting, you know, maybe we'll fix this window and maybe we'll put new shutters on and do a paint job and stuff. Because they come out the front door and Tim says, you know, today we're going to be fixing the gas furnace at this house. And then Al jumps in and says, yeah, yeah he starts noticing broken window in the front of the house and some new shutters. Just re- repeating what you said, basically, but I'm just giving the additional context. <laughs> yeah, for yeah, covering yeah. me while I drink. Yeah, um, uh, and Tim is just as with every suggestion that Al gives, it's just like, or you know, we do a TV show, you know, as he's pulling the camera back, yeah. uh, to to fit him in the frame. We could do a TV show called Tool Time, where I'm the host and you're the humorless assistant. Just like, <laughs> just a total like a weird flex, b unnecessary <laughs> flex. Yeah, stop flexing. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I, so I don't know. It's like Tim gets into this very hostile mode. It's hard because as I'm talking to you, Tim is looking at me from the DVD With a cover. Very, very smug look. He's like, yeah, what did you say about me? You want to yeah. say it say, say, say to my face. <laughs> I am saying it to your face, Tim Allen. Sorry. Um, yeah, so Timothy I, Allen, dick. Eat a bag of yourself. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that, that just doesn't have the same ring, though, as bag of dicks. Um, eat a bag of your... Like, look within yourself and eat a bag of it. Um... <laughs> So, yeah, so they go They go inside. They go down to... Well, okay, they have Heidi go over and use the wrench to turn off the gas. Yep. Uh, so, which is weird. They, like, have her go over and they say, okay, Hi, first Heidi's going to turn off the gas. Then it's a close-up on Heidi going, yep, you're just going to take the wrench and turn it 45 degrees until it's off. And part of me's thinking, like, wait, are they just having Heidi do this just to, like, show, like, look, we had the woman do something. Eh. I think it I think it has to do with the fact that we haven't seen much of Heidi outside of her announcing the show yet. Yeah. Uh, and it's been two seasons. Yeah. Well, a season and a half. And the one of the very few things that we knew from Lisa yeah. was that she was a skilled electrician and skilled, you know, craftsman yeah. in her own right. So craftsperson. Craftsperson, my... Jesus Christ. Don't apologize to me, Landon. Apologize to our listeners. Our listeners can eat a bag of I'm sorry. Wow. <laughs> and don't apologize to our listeners, Landon. Apologize to every woman on earth. I'll wait. It's going to take a while, but I'll send out I'll private... It's uh, going to be a long episode. Private uh, postcards to everybody. Well, okay, but make sure they're, you know... Don't don't put anything creepy in them, because these will be unsolicited <laughs> apologies coming out of nowhere. Uh, so... I think it was an attempt to kind of give her a little more depth to say, oh, she's adapted at her job. She's hired for more than just her looks. Yeah. For that uh, ass, as you uh, so so generously uh Yeah. She's, hired, she's there for dat wrench, turning dat wrench 45, <laughs> because that's all she does. And then they go downstairs and leave her up there. Yeah. So they go down into the basement. 
uh, where Tim promptly hits his head on a pipe, just like at home. So it's not yeah. just the pipe in his house. It's all pipes everywhere. Pipes really have a vendetta for him. Yes. And he and so... It was a double bang, too. He oh, hits yeah. it going down, and then he like does yeah, a fling back, back and, hits, and it, yeah. hits again. And so Al says, here we are in the basement. And Tim goes, oh, good observation, Al. Next episode, you can tell people what that big room upstairs is with the stove in it. It's like a... Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's Tim. like really off. No... There's no reason for Tim's animosity here. Yeah, it's not even like, like short of that he just hit his head, but like, I, I, this is out of character even for Tim. Like, <laughs> Tim was on a better trajectory before this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my note, uh, since there wasn't a calendar in this episode of Tool Time. <laughs> okay, what did you make note of? I like Al's turtleneck. Yeah, it is a pretty good turtleneck. It's a good, good look for him. So what you're saying is dat neck. <laughs> I, I can't see that dat neck. Well, yeah, but well, I can't see... Dad ass, I can see the oh, shape of it. Right, so you yeah. can see the shape of Dat Neck. <laughs> it's my favorite Guillermo del Toro movie. <laughs> <laughs> Octavia Spencer, uh, uh, not, not, not miscast in that, I'd say. I think she really brings a lot to it. How many eggs can he fit in that turtleneck? <laughs> <laughs> okay, we uh, go to the we go to the furnace uh, yeah. where the gas valve exists and is housed. Tim cannot figure out. Now this tracks. If you remember back to season one, oh yeah, uh, the Tim, first episode one. Tim is fixing the furnace there yeah. and can't. Yeah, uh, he knows nothing about it. It's clearly outside the realm of the garage where I yeah. feel like most of his uh, talent lies. Yeah. Um. So this this does track that he doesn't know the first thing about furnaces nor how to open the housing. For it. <laughs> yeah, he does, he really doesn't know the first thing. He can't he can't even like see the basic lift handle that Al uses to detach the front panel. Uh, Truman using all the lingo. Here's a here's a uh, a flip theory for you though. Yeah, Tim's acting like an asshole, right? Yes, we've, we've established that. I think we have. Um, however, we, we've had some question about his. I'm going to use air quotes here. Performance. Landon is using air quotes. Thank you for the verification on Tool Time that yes. he's acting out these stunts he's acting out these things he's acting a fool if that's the case him doing this is actually setting up al to look good so it's an act of generosity in a weird way yeah but then he brings al down constantly but see that's what makes it all the the better when al actually shows tim how stupid he is it wouldn't have had it wouldn't have been as sweet if uh tim didn't get his comeuppance i'm just putting that out there and that's interesting, and we can consider it. But I would say is if he's doing this, if he's putting on this act to make Tool Time a better show, this episode, like this moment here, what they're doing, working with the furnace, is yeah. probably the most straight-up instructional on-task Tool yeah. Time has ever been to the point that it's like, why are you showing us this? This isn't good sitcom <laughs> television. It's not funny. Yeah. Like, it's not a good, it's not good content. It's just Tim making dopey jokes yeah. and Al doing a pretty simple repair job. You could even see it in the editing because they do this like uh, quick little time transition where they have the yeah. tool time logo kind of do tick a clock, tick tock, tick tock. clockwise motion to, to you know get us to another shot. And then it's like another joke that Tim makes and then we get another thing. So it did seem like just like an extended scene that they had to chop up in editing and kind of move it along. Yeah, I, but it really it felt like they were just like, oh God, we've got like 18 minutes of episode here, guys. <laughs> uh, what can we do? And yeah, it's... It's not, um, it's really just them, it's like them just fixing, you know, Tim goes into the furnace saying, oh, well, first you've got to disconnect this or that thing, but he's looking in the wrong place. Al goes to the right place, does it. Yeah. There's a whole, I, I mean, there was a whole joke. You, you about, checked out about the plumber's dope. Yeah, the plumber's dope, where <laughs> Tim turns around and says, oh, I got the plumber's dope right here. Uh, doing like a, a very bad rendition of a Barney Fife type of character. 
And, uh, when clearly the better joke is a marijuana joke. Yeah, exactly, dude. <laughs> I, I guess, you know, this is the, you know, they were tough on crime in the 90s. They yeah, couldn't make a joke true. about right. about such a dangerous uh, gateway drug. But, <laughs> yeah, so instead, I, I yeah, so I, I really just, my my reaction for my own safety was just to ignore, yeah, I was just like, I'm not going to take notes on this bit. I know, you you looked at me. I did. I was I, <laughs> like, what am I seeing? What we, is happening? Typically, I can't write about this. Landon and I have a strict no eye contact during home improvement <laughs> rule, but I had to break it here for my own sanity. Um, so they, they fix the furnace. Yep. And then they say, okay, now we're going to go back to Heidi and have her turn the gas back on. Brief cut back upstairs to Heidi, turning the wrench back in the other direction. And then back down to them. This bit the is just, it's trying way too hard. It, it's it just it feels like they're like hey let's actually show what tool time would be like <laughs> yeah and it turns out that I wouldn't like to watch a show about about I know that we've ragged on them a lot for doing stuff that isn't on task and isn't really a, a, like useful for improving your home and this yeah. is like maybe a little too useful for improving your home <laughs> to the point that it makes the show home improvement worse uh, but I still wouldn't do it without consulting uh, an actual no, cast no, company yeah, employee absolutely not and I certainly wouldn't cons- consult these two yeah. Uh, so, like, my one of my notes is just, this is just genuinely bad content to burn up time. Like, honestly, like a lot of what we do here sometimes. Like what we're doing right now. Yeah. So after the show, basically, <laughs> they, they finish it and then yeah. it just cuts to them after the show. It transitions outside where Al and Benny are talking. Uh, By the craft services table. So yeah. Everyone's getting packed up. Tim is like, guys, hurry up. We gotta get out of here, you know? Heidi's there as well. And uh, an old man comes over. Yeah, from um, across the street. <laughs> which... We're going to go into character after corner in a second, but he has this really funny line where he's like, oh, you guys are from that uh, tool show on, on TV. <laughs> and uh, Al's like, or Heidi's like, yeah, yeah, we are. He goes, oh, you're just as attractive in real life. <laughs> and Al, who's just like looking down, pouring some coffee, is like, oh, thank you. I get that a lot. I've been working out. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, oh, no, I'm talking about Heidi. Yeah. Uh, and then Al spills his coffee. And then in reflection of the what? coffee. God damn it. <laughs> You even told me it was going to happen. I was like, wait, he spilled his... Ah. In the reflection of the coffee, we see character actor corner. <laughs> I was like, Landon telegraphed that he was going to do a character... I was like, a little disappointed. Like, oh, I won't get to try and guess if this is a transition or not. And then you still got me. <laughs> this uh, guy is... Uh, char- apparently has a character named as Sam. Oh, uh, he's played play by again, Sam. an actor named Ralph Manza. That's a name. That is a name. You can set your watch to that name. He uh, unfortunately died in 2000. Oh, wow. Well, okay. I, well, I mean, it's no less sad, but it was no 19 less years sad. ago. But this guy, uh, he's got some some hefty credits. Yeah? Well, I should say hefty. He, Brawny the, credits. The credits themselves are hefty. He's got burly credits. The, the role within those credits is uh, pretty pigeonholed, if I'm being perfectly honest. Hey, there's no pigeonholed parts, only pigeonholed actors. Let me go through a few of his uh, credit names, okay. and then uh, we'll tell you what the the credit is for. Uh, he plays Old Man. I'm, or, I'm sorry, my bad. The Old Man. Oh, okay. In Friends. He plays Old Fisherman in uh, Godzilla so from he, 1998. He traded up from Old Man to Old Fisherman. He plays Old Timer. Oh, <laughs> Grace Under Fire. Uh, he plays Old Juror <laughs> in uh, Tracy Takes On. Uh, so he does he play that old timey rock and roll? <laughs> played a lot of old people, but he goes back as far as like get uh, get smart. Wow, like the the original uh, Don Adams one with was he an old boy? Was he an old boy? Yeah, the movie Old Boy, the like the Chanwook Park yeah film no. Just seems oh, like it'd be up oh, his alley. Got it. I see. 
I, it took me a second. Great content. That Excellent was, content. That was, that was a good one. Oh, this content that you're listening to. <laughs> oh, so We're so lucky there aren't crackling. any other podcasts out there. <laughs> if there was competition at all, we would be toast. Uh, okay, so he's done a lot of movies where he plays an old guy. Was yeah. he doing this when he was when he was on Get Smart as a brisk young man? Was he still playing old people? Was he wearing, <laughs> he would, wearing lots of old guy makeup? He played a whole bunch of them. Uh, various characters throughout different episodes was so he doing the kind old of a stock character for them doing the old six flags guy like in makeup <laughs> he was playing old men even when he was a young man yeah exactly maybe uh he was in get shorty he was in dave he was in get smart and get shorty yeah wait who's he in dave uh dave he played fred the barber ah okay i think i vaguely remember him from i the don't movie think dave. i've ever seen dave it's a it's a fun little movie yeah so imagine- is that the one where where Kevin Klein is uh, the doppelganger yeah of the president it's it's a movie where a guy with zero qualifications whatsoever winds up in the White House and good things happen oh yeah it's great he actually makes the country a lot better well that's it's a a loaded that's a loaded statement yep Um, loaded with bile here's the question yes was he on ER to get that bile out of your system Mm, I'm going to say Yes, playing old patient. <laughs> old people <laughs> go to the hospital patient. a lot, yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. <sighs> he was not in ER. I've gotten a lot worse at this game that I invented. <laughs> what does that say about me? I should go to the hospital. So that's Ralph Manza. Thank you, Ralph. And uh, Character Actor Corner this week was brought to us by Spencer TK. Thank you, Spencer, for everything you do. Although we should brought us a character actor corner with a character actor on ER, so do better next time. <laughs> uh, so just guess better next time. Yeah. So the neighbor talking to them. Yes. You know, they say like, "Oh, we fixed the furnace," and they say, "Oh, did you did you fix the?" He says, "Did you fix the stove too?" It's like that's the reason that they they shut off the furnace in the first place is because the yeah. stove was leaking. Right. And I'll be honest, I didn't quite get this. I was like, "Wait." A, why does this neighbor know so much about what's going on in this house? <laughs> yeah, B, likewise. Why is this I think a that's problem? a valid question to speculate on. Yeah, I mean, I think I think the answer is that he's been uh, coming over to have some visits with uh, Benny's aunt, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm waggling my eyebrows. You are, and I don't. it's very disconcerting. Yeah, it kind of hurt, too. A, a wink would have been... <laughs> that would have been a lot easier, at, at, you know... <laughs> I'm sweating even more now after all that workout that my that my forehead muscles did. But so Al freaks out at this at this and goes running over to Benny and it's uh-huh. like, Benny, what the hell? Just like what what like what? Like did why yeah. didn't you tell us that the stove was also leaking? We've yeah. turned the gas on half an hour ago, now the house is filling with gas. And Benny says, Oh no, don't worry about it. I disconnected all the electrical appliances in there. Well, except for the lamp, but that won't go on because it's attached to the clapper. And then Tim walks over, and admittedly, they're right by the broken window. Yeah, of course. Uh, that makes sense. And there's a bunch of um, produ- produ- production crew in the background of all of these shots, except for this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I I am not certain that they all survived, because Tim's like, what are you guys doing? Let's get back to work. Clap, clap, clap. I mean, hand smack, hand smack, hand smack. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And uh, preferred nomenclature. Uh, of course, uh, Al is the one that recognizes the danger. He's like, oh, well, shit. The light goes on, and then they all look at it, and then Tim, just... Well, Al grabs them both, and, like, Michael Bay dives onto the ground. He should have He should have thrown... He, honestly, he should have grabbed them both, thrown them into the house, and then used <laughs> the counterweight to throw himself further away. <laughs> that That's me. That's just me rewriting. riding on the back of Tim and Benny. <laughs> riding their corpses, <laughs> yeah. Um, Using them as, like, a, a refrigerator from an atomic blast. Yes, exactly. Or <laughs> or surfing them like Snake Plissken, basically, through the fire. Oh, my God. Um, then the house blows up. 
killing presumably at least 30 crew maybe heidi she's not to be accounted for for the rest of this episode you're yeah oh man well no she is accounted for later in the episode is she oh yeah you're right because yeah brad has a little uh dad ass moment himself. yeah exactly trust me <laughs> dad ass is present and accounted for um but yeah they they throw themselves to the ground the house explodes in a ma- it reminded me of the movie speed when mm. uh when jeff daniel's character oh, gets blown yeah. up spoiler alert for speed which is what almost 30 years old at this point I, it may have been released the month that this episode came out no it came out in 1994 dog no i'm sure it's a 95 film. speed came out in 1994 guys this is the sound of landon being wrong in real time can you hear it can you savor that sound speed speed okay the release date was uh hold on while the computer works are, are you going to hack into imdb and edit the january 20th 1995 in greece no oh fuck you <laughs> <laughs> not fair at all also this episode's from like march 95 yeah, so you'd you're still right. be wrong oh man the greeks can't save you now it came out june 10th actually that's uh tomorrow um tomorrow will be the uh 25th anniversary of speed of speed happy speed anniversary, everybody <laughs> i'm so glad that we brought this up Linda, hey let's just shut off the podcast and watch speed that's a wow. great movie that movie a movie all about the L.A. public transit system and the ways it can kill you, which is very near and dear to my heart at, at this point in my life. Except for the fact that it's a fantasy now, because you certainly can't speed on the L.A. freeways. You can't, no, you cannot get a bus going that fast on the free. Yeah, it's actually kind of a miracle that they didn't hit any traffic in that bus. <laughs> oh, um, my God. Yeah. Uh, so, anyway. The house explodes. They dive to the ground. They they dive onto the snow, and as they kind of prop themselves up and look at the burning house behind them, uh, you know how snow—the illusion of the snow—sticks really t- t- falls apart. Your here. sleeves like it's like it's foam that's like been it's sprayed <laughs> out of a hose of some sort. Yeah. Um, but I, I will say I was genuinely impressed at this. This was a big explosion. Yeah, it was. They blew up the fuck out of that house from a charm. <laughs> that was pretty cool. Bewitch. They're all the same show, Landon. All shows are the same except for Cheers and Frasier. <laughs> Which uh, are pretty close to the same show. Truthfully, yes, they have a lot of the same characters and are about the. I, okay, mm, point is, they blew up the house from Seinfeld, and it's amazing. <laughs> uh, that's probably my favorite. Honestly, one of my favorite parts. Okay, I feel like a really. I feel like a. I feel very American right now because I think my two favorite parts of this episode are are an explosion and a woman's ass. Those are the two like, most did impressive parts. Comment on the size of a sausage later in this episode. <laughs> That was a pretty. That was a pretty hefty gabagool. Yeah. So I guess I like. I liked meat explosions and asses. What has become of me? Uh, I don't know. We get um, an oven door flying out of the house towards the screen that transitions us into the kitchen where the kids give me um, hives and anxiety as they come charging in, screaming and looking for donuts. Yeah, I, they come running in screaming, and I'm thinking like, oh, the kids are all fired up because they know that their dad blew up a house today and they can't wait to talk <laughs> about it. No, they're just like. They're just stampeding towards an empty donut box. <laughs> it's weird. It is weird. It's weird. It's it's very weird. But I mean, I mean, I guess it's not weird. I love donuts too. But even as a yeah. kid, I wouldn't like this go. It's a back donut heavy episode, though. It is. Um, it's very Italian and it's very donutty. Jill is on the phone and she's trying to get something figured out for her graduation. Yeah. Or for her application, I should say. Yeah. Um, one kind of note I have here. I know we're getting a little long in the tooth, but um, all three boys are playing together. They're maturing. Yeah, true. They, yeah, they're not. Well, I mean, 
are they playing? I mean, they're all just running. They're all just trying to get to the same place as quickly as possible and running at roughly the same speed. That's yeah, not but they're really not tripping playing. each other. They're not uh, planning pranks on each other. They're not uh, coming at it from different directions. It's a, it's a unified they're front, a unified front against the donut. Yeah, medics. exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay, fair. And fair. I have to assume it has something to do with the haircuts. I oh, mean, as they yeah. become, as they start to look alike, maybe they're finding um, some sort of. Uh, common ground with each other didn't the three stooges all have basically the same haircut though and they fought all the time not, well not the real three stooges oh. but the three stooges on this show when they all played mo well yes okay i guess that's <laughs> i why. mean you have one that has a bowl cut one that's bald and the one that's bald with a fro okay you those know, are three vastly different haircuts okay you don't have to hair explain that to me <laughs> i guess the, the the moral of the story is i didn't really watch much three stooges fair yeah uh so you know, they find that there's no more donuts. They're upset at Jill about this. Yep. Jill is upset at them for not cutting her slack because she's busy. Yep. Then Randy asks the question we've all been wondering, which is like, wait, I thought you were already in grad school. And then she gets all upset at them for not understanding that she was taking undergrad classes before grad school. And just like, okay, I mean, the kids are kind of dicks. I didn't really know this. I feel like you're yelling at me now, Jill. <laughs> Uh, yeah. yeah, but I think she makes a good point to say, well, you guys don't take an interest in, or she she Fair. asks, she's like, well, you guys don't take an interest in what, you know, I'm doing with my life? And they said, why would we, or something like that. <laughs> she's like, okay, well, that's fine, but if you're gonna ignore my, uh, ignore me in my life, can you do it quietly for the next couple of days? And, and, and to, be, to their credit, they say, yeah, sure. Yeah. And then, uh, Tim and Benny come home, and the first of many, you blew up my house, I didn't blow up your house, yeah. back and forths. And uh, Benny promptly tells Jill that he says, hey, Rumi. Yeah. The, you know, I know that Benny was already in the house because uh, clearly we saw the sausage under the blanket issue for uh, Super Bowl fever. True. Um, but there was something the second he walked in to the Taylor house where I'm just like, oh, I don't want you here. Yeah. Just you don't belong in this house. I feel like I need to get disinfectant spray. Yeah. Uh, I need to wipe everything down. And this is already with Tim living there. Like, Tim really <laughs> doesn't three belong boys, in the house. Yeah. 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 The only one who should be there, the only person who feels like they belong there is Alan Jill I just, and I got, Wilson. I got really uppity about him just being on the set. It like, was very uncomfortable for Landon me. was, re like, Landon's refrain through the second half of this episode is just, fuck you, Benny. <laughs> fuck you, Benny. <laughs> like, we're normally not very talkative during the show, but we both had a lot to say. Yeah, Benny really just... Like, God, turn my crank on this one. Woof. Well, uh, so, <laughs> yeah, Jill, so Benny comes in, explains that he's uh, staying there now that Tim blew up his house. Indefinitely. Yeah, yeah. Jill is not thrilled. He's, he's This is like, ah, oh, don't worry, you won't know I'm here. And Jill's like, well, how long won't we know that you're here? And Tim says, a couple days. And Benny says, indefinitely. And they say <laughs> it both at the same time. Yeah. Um, and from that, we cut to the next morning. Yeah, we get a, it's basically just the scene slides together. Yeah. One of those transitions. I feel the like classic get, scene slidey. We get one of those once per episode. Yeah. Um, Again, I don't even really notice. I know that we used to be really diligent about them, but I don't even notice them anymore. I, I'm still pretty diligent about yeah, them. Yeah, you know, you're, you're, track, you're tracking them better than me. Uh, the family's eating breakfast. They're all eating cereal. Yeah. All five of them are sitting down at the same time eating breakfast while yeah. Benny is singing uh, off screen. Funicula, Funicula, Gabagool, Gabagay. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, Gabagabagool, um, <laughs> etc. cetera. Uh, something, something, Lutefisk. Uh, no, but yeah, he's, he's singing this, uh, yeah, this Italian song in the shower. Yeah. 
which I have to say, it's from an opera or something, right? I don't, I don't know. I couldn't recognize it through him butchering it. It seems, I don't know, just, it seems un, unusually classy for him. It seems like he'd be yeah. singing a White Snake song in the shower. <laughs> or like, uh, uh, what's the Dean Martin song? I'll, I keep think of this pizza pie, but you know. When oh, the when the moon hits. hits yeah, yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah that's Amore. That Amore, yeah. Yeah, right. the, it's, yeah, it's the chorus of the song. I just couldn't is. remember the title of it. <laughs> You're you're one of those people who who calls uh, Bob O'Reilly teenage wasteland. You know that song, "When the Moon Hits Your Eye Like a Big Pizza Pie." <laughs> when the moon hits your eye like a teenage wasteland, <laughs> uh, that would hurt. Uh, <laughs> so uh, yeah, they're all unhappy that Benny is there. Yep. Why? Why? You know what happened? To all the eggs. Benny ate them. What happened? To all the toast. Benny ate them. The bacon. The hash browns. Benny ate them. Also, if every morning you're eating bacon, eggs, like that's a pretty intense <laughs> breakfast every day to be having. It's true. Yeah. I my note I wrote down here is the way that. Uh, every character asked the questions like who ate all the bacon who ate all the thing and i'm like shaft shut your mouth <laughs> but i'm talking about benny <laughs> also while we're talking about the theme from shaft can i just yeah. point out this is this has dogged me for a while so you know <laughs> isaac hayes asks a few times you know who's that black private dick who's a sex machine to all the chicks shaft uh who's the cat who won't cop out when there's danger all about yeah. shaft yeah, the background singers are repeatedly answering Shaft. Mm-hmm. He says, they say this cat Shaft is one bad mother. Shut your mouth. Yeah. They don't want him to say motherfucker. He says, but I'm talking about Shaft. And then the background singers say, then we can dig it. Now let me point out, how did they not know he was talking about Shaft? Listen to the context <laughs> clues. He's been talking about Shaft repeatedly for all the previous verses. He even says, this cat Shaft is one bad motherfucker. So they've they've been listen they've literally only listened to the second half of his most recent sentence and then they deign to get on his ass about what he's saying. Also, also he says earlier like like when they say shaft at one point he uh-huh. responds damn right. So they clearly are fine with him swearing to some extent. I just have a lot of issues with the background singers in the That's song fair. Shaft. Yeah. Like like if you're there if you're in the recording studio What's singing the- about Shaft I don't know, like, the, don't... I don't I think it could be just a group of gospel singers who are like, listen, we're on board with your message about Shaft. We just don't want you to use the word motherfucker. Okay, that's fair, that's fair. They support what Shaft is doing. They, yeah. they respect what Shaft stands for. They're even down with the fact that they're using some bad language in discussing yeah, Shaft. I think it's it's your, your, your interpretation of it, because it's like, he's saying, I'm just talking about Shaft. They're like, we can dig it. Just don't use the word. Well, because true, he doesn't then come back and say, okay, motherfucker, 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 <laughs> Shaft. All right. You know what? You, you, tr- you turn me around on it. Okay, background background singers in Shaft. Uh, you, you, okay, you're, you're all right. We're, we're, we're okay here. We're okay. You can dig it. I, I can dig it. <laughs> it took me a while, but I can dig it. Uh, I can't dig the fact that Shaft uh, tends to slap some women around, but other than that, other than that, we're okay. Uh, let's move on. Um, Shaft in theater soon. Only person around this table who actually enjoys having Uncle Benny around, is Mark. Is Mark. Mark. Uh, for once in the entirety of this podcast, I'm going to go on team opposite Mark. <laughs> I'm usually the one singing praises to Mark. Yeah, this but in one, this case, no. No, no thank you. Yeah, and, well, yeah, because he says that, uh, you know, I kind of like having Uncle Benny around. He says when I'm 12, he's going to take me to Vegas and get me comped. Now, <laughs> now, 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 A. Yeah. My parents took me to Vegas for my 13th birthday and we quickly realized Vegas is not a super great place to be with a kid who's not the legal gambling age. <laughs> so I don't think Benny would enjoy that trip but much. But the shows. Oh yeah, the shows. They're going to see Blue Man Group. It's going to be so great. They're going to see Celine Dion. Um, uh, but 
Also, you like having Uncle Benny around because of this one thing he's promised to do for you in a few years. Like, what about your bacon and eggs and everything else? Yeah, right. Um, so, yeah, and then Benny comes in wearing uh, uh, wearing a bathrobe. Says, oh, Tim, I borrowed your bathrobe. Turns out it's Jill's bathrobe. Surprise, surprise. Says, oh, I just love how it feels against my bare skin. I'll, but I'll give it back. And Jill says, nope, you can keep it. <laughs> and this sets us up for a transition I did notice. Yeah. Which is a bathrobe being thrown into a garbage can transition. <laughs> Uh, it's true, and that takes us to the backyard where uh, Tim is coming down from a ladder from doing something on the roof, presumably yeah. taking down the Christmas decorations. Yeah, um, and Benny is uh, not quite jazzercising, but something akin to it. There's music playing. He's yeah. wearing workout clothes. He's doing exercises, but it's weird for me because it seems like he's put in a workout video because he's kind of looking ahead. But, yeah, but not anywhere near where the TV... He's not looking at the TV. Yeah. He's looking at the garage, the door into the garage, basically. Yeah. And, you know, this this placement is just set up so that his butt is repeatedly... <laughs> is repeatedly facing Tim yeah. as he uh, comes down the ladder. Uh, and Tim turns to talk to Wilson, who's painting again. We yeah. We don't actually see what he's working on this time. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah, he's got an, an easel out there. Yeah. Uh, and he, you know, tries to pawn Benny off so Benny's last name is Baroni, right? Mm-hmm. So he's trying to pawn Benny off on Wilson, saying, "Oh, you want well, you know, you want him to stay with you? He's a great roommate. Yeah, after 12, 12 meals a day, he's happy as a clam." I'm gonna I'm gonna take Wilson's approach uh, moving forward in my life here, yeah. Because Wilson just goes, "You know, Tim, I'm at the age where I just like the solo life." Yeah, I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna be that nice and polite and direct about. I don't want to go to your party. I just enjoy the solo life. I right just now. enjoy the solo. <laughs> hey, do you want do you want to watch Rogue One? Uh, sorry, I just enjoy that solo life at this point. <laughs> hey, talking about solo. Who's well? Then I can dig it. <laughs> hey, Landon, who's your uh, who's your favorite uh, women soccer player? What? Shut your mouth. Woof. <laughs> okay, well, you know what? That's fine. We don't need to finish the joke. <laughs> Interesting. Now I'm going to take the shaft approach moving forward when I just want to get out of a conversation. <laughs> that actually is really good. Well, it's either you say shut your mouth or you just slap someone. <laughs> or, or you let them run at you to do a flying jump kick and you just step aside so they fly out a window. So, um, but uh, Wilson says, you seem to be in quite a hurry to unload your crony baroni. <laughs> you like that line. I did like that line because I wrote it down. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so they talk about this problem that yeah. they're having. Wilson brings up something about uh, birds making a nest. It's the it's, buffalo weavers of Africa. How they won't, uh, they don't wait for one bird to rebuild the nest. They get a bunch of birds to build the same nest at the same time, so it gets done gets done faster. This usually Wilson's advice seems warranted. In this one, I don't understand why he couldn't just go. If you want them out of your house, why don't you just get your family to help you build it faster? Yeah. Or, there did not seem to be a need for an allegory here. No, there, there did not. Uh, also, it, it seems like the, the Wilson advice would be more like, well, Tim, uh, it really isn't your fault that the house blew up. It's on it's on him for, like, you know, wiring things or, like, yeah. having the not disconnecting all the appliances. Why don't you... Uh, you know, here are some ways that you could have the conversation with him and tell this adult man to go find his own place to to stay. <laughs> yeah. yeah like it's really about how do you get a freeloader out of your life. Right. Uh, but instead, you know, he tells him to, you know, oh, multiple birds to repair its nest. And then Tim makes a raft of kind of funny, uh, uh, you know, puns about birds, like a sparrow that can spackle and, <laughs> yeah. you know, a, a duck that can paint or whatever. And then... So something about how, like, oh, if I get a union duck, it would have a huge bill. <laughs> yeah, who can afford a union duck? Their bill is enormous. Ah, it's good. That's good. A lot of, lot of funny jokes. 
But uh, yeah, but Tim takes this to heart. And then did you, um, since you were on an uptick with uh, recognizing the transitions, did you did you block this one out of your memory? No, it was a whole bunch of birds. A whole bunch of birds fly by. <laughs> a little claymation bird. I like that they're keeping up the claymation uh, aspect of it. I do. They were weird looking birds. They were. <laughs> weird blue claymation birds. They, they're flying in the same sky as that sun that was singing to Brad during his montage in Root yeah. of All Evil. Yeah, that's a that's a horrifying sky that I do not... <laughs> Uh, that I do not want to look at again. I mean, look, after the California Raisins didn't actually turn into the lucrative franchise and television show, all of those characters had to go somewhere. Some of them went into Michael Jackson's Moonwalker. Yes. Some of them went into commercials. Yeah. For, you know, 90s children's toys. Some of them went into that weird musical sequence in Better Off Dead. <laughs> Peter Gabriel gave some of them uh, some work. God bless. God bless Peter Gabriel. Yeah. And, uh, you know... And the rest of them found work here on, on Tool Time. A bunch of them moved to England and went to work for Wallace and Gromit. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so Tim winds up drafting his entire family to fix up Benny's house. Hey, Landon. Yeah. Wouldn't the guy who runs a tool show maybe know a bunch of licensed general contractors in the Detroit area who you'd he could enlist? So. Yeah. Yeah, but you'd have to pay them. True. Better, yeah, you know, better to enlist your family. Three children and a woman who has much better schoolwork to do. So this is where the episode completely loses me. Yes. Uh, This is the fuck you Benny montage. I was, you know, troubled with it up to this point, but right now I'm like, I don't understand what is happening. Mm -hmm. Benny is getting shit done for free. His house, not his house, his aunt's house blows up. Yes. uh, Because of his fault. Yes. Uh, and Tim is fixing the solution, or he's coming up with a solution and implementing it, executing it, again, for free, for Benny. I do not understand this. Tim, who has never shown any instinct towards altruism before, Tim, who, yeah. Tim, who always will shirk responsibility at every turn, will shirk having to do any sort of work he doesn't want to do, Tim, who burned down uh, Al's uh, very meaningful and important fishing hut. <laughs> yeah. Uh, only thing that I can think yes. is that at some point, remember that videotape from Let's Go to the Videotape, the, yes. video, the video camera, that Benny somehow got a hold of it and has a secret Golden Showers tape. Oh, I see. I <laughs> see. It's, it's, over the, it's the it's the Benny Steele dossier. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. That that can that's that's all it is. It's yeah. E- yeah. Uh, it's either that or he's got he's got you know the ring video on there and he's going to show it to Tim <laughs> unless he rebuilds his house. Uh, yeah, so. Yeah, I, yeah, it's this big montage that two funicula, funiculi, funiculal, funicigabagool. Uh, this song. Who Who's enlisted here? Let's go through the roster. Okay. Uh, Brad. Brad. Randy. Randy. Mark. Mark. Jill. Jill. Tim. Tim. Uh, Heidi. Heidi. Al. Wilson. Wilson. Uh, I think Al was there. I think Al was there, yeah. And... You know who you're forgetting? Who? Oh, Benny. Benny. Well, Benny's there. <laughs> This is the worst thing. It's not just that Benny doesn't show up that day. It's that Benny yeah. goes there, sits on the lawn with a chair. Yeah. Admitted that he was doing the same thing during the tool time taping to the point that he is in a bunch of their shots on the front lawn sitting there eating a donut. <laughs> uh, Harry is there as well, I want to point out. Oh, yeah. Harry good for Harry. Harry. Yeah. So Harry, uh, are the Hendersons there? While we're watching this, this is what bothers me. Lenny is, uh, Benny is sitting there watching kids yes. work. He's watching a 60-year-old man work. Yes. He's watching a man who has had multiple heart attacks work. Wow. While he's just sitting on a lawn chair eating donuts and 
sipping on Cavassier. Yeah, and gin and juice. Yeah, no, <laughs> and, and like sitting at, like he's complain he complains at one point that like I think he's like say or he's complaining to someone about the food I think at one point like. <sighs> Yeah, and it's supposed to be played obviously for laughs, and it's just there's nothing funny about this. To it's, me. it's so it's so bad. He's got it's a ferny pad draped over him like a like a blanket. Yeah, like he's supposed to be a grating character, but yeah. the audience I think is supposed to find humor in that. But I just find him to be a grating character, like, and it's grating to watch. I feel like what they're trying. I feel like they're trying to make Benny the Kramer of this show, and the thing is like. Kramer is a lazy dude who ha- who lucks into stuff for free and is kind of a freeloader, but he's lovable, and I can say that even knowing now about all the racism stuff, but, like, like somehow, Kramer, like, if it were Kramer in this situation, like, if there's this montage of this situation on Seinfeld where they're, for whatever reason, rebuilding Kramer's house, Kramer and Newman would be... I, don't, well, I mean, Newman obviously would be there. <laughs> but, like, Kramer would be trying to do stuff. It would yeah. just be he'd be fucking it up. He'd Here's be, like, falling off the ladder. Kramer is a doofus. Yes, a hipster doofus. A doofus is funny. Yes. A lazy idiot is not funny. Yeah. It's just a lazy idiot. Yeah. A lazy idiot doesn't get into shenanigans. Shenanigans happens around him, and he does nothing with it. Yeah, he absorbs shenanigans. He draws shenanigans out of the atmosphere. Oh, God. Uh... uh Hey, Farva, what's the name of that uh, that restaurant you like with the mozzarella sticks and all the shit up on the walls? <laughs> Shenanigans. Ah! I'm holding up my gun to club him with. Super Troopers jokes. <laughs> hey, who, who smoked pot in college? You, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, let's uh, get back. Uh, one so, thing, so Randy um, is his okay. one job. I th- yeah, okay, I'm glad we're talking about this. Uh, his one job is to reattach the numbers to the uh, the, the, the address of the house. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I like to think this is my brain had to concoct some sort of scheme here to make this okay. I love to think because the address is eight two zero, or at least that's what Randy puts up. And I like to think somewhere it's actually like two eighty instead yeah. of eight twenty, and like that's how he got back at Benny. The, all the all these pizzas Benny's ordering are going to the wrong house. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, like like he. At the, at the beginning of the at the beginning of the montage, we see uh, Randy screwing the first number on. Some other shenanigans happen midway through. We see him screwing the second number on. End of the epi- end of the montage, he screws the last number on. And I'm thinking like, okay, and the joke is, and there's no joke. It just apparently took him 13 hours to screw three <laughs> numbers onto the front of the house. Uh, so there's that. You know, Benny at one point is playing cards with Mark. Uh, he beats Mark at cards and then demands money from Mark because I guess they've been betting. Yeah. Um, at one point, Benny has fallen asleep with a donut in his hand. Al is walking past. He reaches <laughs> over and steals the donut from sleeping Benny. This is not the first time Al has stolen food out of somebody's hand. <laughs> yeah, a, a sleeping person's hand. Al is the Danny Ocean of stealing food from sleeping people. Um, and and then also, this this was the moment that I felt closest to Brad, though. He's standing there by the... Fr- he's painting the front door white, and then uh, Heidi is next to... Like, Heidi's been throwing... Heidi's been throwing items up to Wilson, who's in the second story window. Yeah. I don't know how that, like, if throwing, like, power tools. I only see, foresee this, like, damaging the house or damaging the tools, but whatever. They're... We're talking about God here. He can just make it levitate directly into his Yeah, hand. yeah. Just, he He's just, got the force. Yeah, he forces. You got the force. He just, yeah, uh, <laughs> force pulls it. But so then Heidi is climbing up a ladder and uh, dad ass is happening and then Brad turns and is just gleefully watching her ass go up past him at eye level and then Randy opens the door and then Brad is just painting Randy's face white <laughs> and Randy the smartest of the boys is just standing there just letting it just happen taking it. just just taking it in the face um <clears throat> but it did make me feel 
<laughs> no, we're just going to move on. But honestly, it did make me, like, I'd been feeling a little down on myself for being like, what are you doing just looking at Heidi's ass earlier, Truman? Like, <laughs> you're, you're better than that. And then she's climbing up. I'm like, oh, they made her ass look extra good in this episode. For, like, it was all for comic purpose. Like, the show, that. the show wants me to. Oh. <laughs> look, look, folks, go to the tape. Watch it yourself. Again, Debbie Dunning, wonderful actress, great person. She has many values aside from dad ass, but... She knows how to turn a gas valve. That ass. Uh, so, uh, yeah. And then at the in the end, they're uh, done. Tim and Jill are sitting out front. And Jill points out, wow, you know, we haven't fought all day. And But they didn't fight at the beginning of the episode. So that seems like a strange comment to make. Yeah. Also, you were busy working all day, <laughs> like doing hard labor when Jill is, has other shit she should be doing for yeah. her life. And, yeah, right. and Jill comments on, like, how much fun she had doing all this. It's like... Yeah. I have about the same level of home improvement experience that Jill does. Yeah. Spending 18 hours repairing a house, that sounds like the last thing I want to do. I, I, well, I don't know. I, I have fantasies about getting a house and, and demolishing the, like, kitchen to rebuild it. Like, That's great, man. I'll sit on your front lawn and eat donuts. <laughs> that's fine. No, that's fine. I don't need you there. I like the solo life. Oh, okay. That's good. Hey, <laughs> shut your mouth. Uh, but, but Tim... Going, you know, going off this says, you know, we should get a contractor's license and just go on the road across the country fixing things for people. And Jill is like, yeah, really? And I'm 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year, constantly together. Oh, no. <laughs> and also, I'm just like, what fucked up backdoor pilot are you angling for here? <laughs> like, like what? Home Improvement it's America? The Partridge family only with Home Improvement. <laughs> if they if they were solving mysteries along the way, this could be a Hanna-Barbera cartoon. <laughs> They just have to have some kind of... The grunt creep, actually, is yeah. their Scooby-Doo or their yep. Jabberjaw. Um, yeah, so... And then and then uh, Benny comes out the door, thanks them for doing the work, then asks if they could put another coat of paint on the house. Fuck you, Benny. they just walk away. God, it just drove me nuts. So bad. So uh, bad. And it cuts to... Uh, we get a little fade out, fade back in. Um, life after Benny. Yes. <laughs> uh, Tim is raiding the fridge now that it has food in it again. He's bringing stuff that I would presume is to make a sandwich. Yeah. I mean, he brings out a three a yard of sausage. Yes, a yard of sausage, a bundle of celery, and, uh, and full stalks of celery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh and some uh and some mustard. No bread though. I think there's I think there's a hidden hidden loaf there. Oh, hidden loaf. <laughs> Terrible <laughs> sequel to Hidden Figures. <laughs> just about three black women in the south in the 60s who find bread it's it was a segregated you know normally they only let white men find bread but then uh, it was very brave that they crossed that barrier oh boy um and he's like you know what instead of making a sandwich instead of satisfying this craving i have to nourish my body with food what if i waste it all by putting it down the garbage disposal you know and the great thing is there's no hunger in america or anywhere on earth so this is great you know you can just do this maybe it's all part of the interdimensional traveler you don't actually get hungry but you go through the motions to make sure that you know oh maybe my my 60 year old neighbor is watching me through the window i better pretend to eat yeah or maybe there's uh maybe there's some hungry children underneath the sink <laughs> who just need to have the food pureed up for them weird uh, everything's weird he puts it all down the disposal. It disappears down the disposal. He puts a hockey stick down there, goes outside, grabs a tree branch, puts Rolling that down there. goes down there. Rolling pin. It's Landon. As funny as it sounds. Landon, is this the funniest thing in the world? Is this the funniest thing the studio audience has ever seen before in their lives? Landon, does this make the studio audience cheer? It, it does. It makes the studio... It, it's... The audience 
I, I can only imagine that either the studio audience is a bunch of clones who just literally, like, the first thing they ever did in life yeah. was come to see this taping, so they had no basis for what funny could be. Or they were all Amish people. Yeah. And were just, like, you know, happy to be seeing anything. I think Amish people would be very upset about that branch going down there. Actually, Because yeah. that could be put to use. Yeah, they could have built a barn out of that. Actually, I feel like Amish people would have had a lot of problems with this episode. <laughs> like, oh, oh, Brother Tim, we could have had that house finished in one hour. Also, should we bring up, I know this is, again, a long episode, but... Um, with the size of that explosion, I have to imagine there's structural damage done to that house is probably worth, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Condemning. Yeah, the entire... Rather than just doing light touch-ups. The, the entire ground floor of that <laughs> house, not, not just, like, all the furniture, all the floors, all the carpets, the like, everything, like, that's months of work. Yeah. Never mind the structural damage, just the fact that fire coursed through the entire ground floor of your home. <laughs> And I mean, enough to blow the windows out. I mean, that's got to shake at least, you know, some of the foundation to be loose, the floorboard, something. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, uh, this episode lost me way before that even happened. Um, yeah. Things on the disposal. Haha, it's funny. Outtakes. Tim didn't blow the, the house. We get a lot of those. Uh, yeah, super cut of all the times he said he didn't blow up the house and then another shot of him blowing up the house. Oh, God. Da -da 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 -da. Okay, well, folks, it's been a great episode. We all love you, and uh, let's go. Let's go into, um, well, see, now I'm projecting. You know that something's coming. Oh, is something coming? What, what else will be coming? So I'm not even going to do a transition. Okay. I'm just going to lightly state. Landon. Yes. Okay, well, actually, state it first. Well, I, actually, I'm not. I, I, I have a, a caveat for this one. But okay. Go. What were you going to say? Well, I mean, are we going into tweet time? You go first. If we're going into tweet time, it just seems kind of ridiculous because there were a bunch of blue birds on screen in this episode that would have been absolutely perfect for this transition. So I'm kind of glad to have stolen that from you, True, actually. But we're doing something special yeah. for tweet time this week. Oh. Did you notice we didn't have a carton corner? I did notice. You know why? Why? We're going to pull pull an old gameplay out of uh, Mr. Reese's, or is it Dr. Reese's, uh, playbook. We're combining them. Oh, we're getting some tweet time in your your Karn Corner, some Karn Corner in your tweet time. You know what? I, I thought it was a bad thing that I was running one direction, holding all of this tweet time, and you're running that way, <laughs> holding Richard Karn in your arms. Uh, but when we collided, something better came out. Uh, indeed. So, okay, I have to lay down the law. Also, Dr. Reese is the sequel to Detective Pikachu. I'm sorry, continue. <laughs> it's a really bad brand tie-in. We are, uh, you know, I, I like to play good cop. I, I'm a nice guy. Yeah. I like to be polite. I like yeah. to take optimistic uh, approaches to things. I like to take Optimus Prime. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna slap a few hands here. Okay. And that I don't mean clapping. Oh shit. <laughs> good good that you clarified. <laughs> I put out a poll on Twitter and it simply just said, uh, who's the handsomest handyman uh handsomest, handiest handyman in Hamtramck? I, I and I will tell you behind the scenes. Uh, I appreciated that alliteration. Yeah, wasn't Shaft? No, <laughs> shut your mouth. Uh, you know who needs to shut their mouth? Who? The people who voted in this poll. Really? Yes. The choices were Al Borland. Okay. Al Borland. Okay. Al Borland. Great choices so far. Or Felix the Plumber. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, so here are the results of this poll. Yeah. Because there's really only one clear choice. It's it, seems, like, it seems like. It seems, what yeah. do you, as a human, breathe? Air. Al. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Al you breathe. Al Borland got 33%. Okay. Al Borland got 17%. Okay. Al Borland got 8%. 
Felix the Plumber, 42%. Jesus. <laughs> so he got a, Felix got a plurality. Yeah. Now I will say, if you combine all of the votes cast for Al. Yeah. He still wins. He still won. Yeah, so he split the field by going on three different tickets. Okay, f- f- yeah, so really, it's more like, let's talk to Al's campaign manager about that. <laughs> that was his mistake. You know, Landon, I would say, though, why are why are you so upset? Like, this is the will of the people. Like, yep. if you, yeah, like why do you hold, like, you're, you're like, you know, you're like David Cameron. If you didn't think, <laughs> like, why did you put Brexit up for a vote? Uh-huh. Like, like he didn't think it could happen. Like, if you don't, if you're not ready to accept the results of the, of the poll... Yeah, why put the poll? So I mean, it's like on the one hand, yeah, I'm a little ashamed of I like I don't like what I learned about America from the results of this election. But also, if the people elected Felix, you know, yeah. maybe we need to do introspection. Maybe we reflect on ourselves. Don't put it on on the people. Well, here's why I get a little uppity about this. Yeah, uh, Richard Carn himself got involved. Oh shit! And he posted this very dapper photo of him. Uh, you know, clearly giving answer and sway to the results. Yeah, and um. Not only did that affect the results, it re- affected them more in favor of Felix the Plumber. Now, listen, I'm not saying I'm not an Al Fan fan. Yeah. Al Fan is great. Yeah. But there's only one handsomest, handiest handyman. Unless, is do you think Felix might be, uh, since Al was number nine, Mr. Fix-It in Detroit. Felix is number one. Do you think, or even number eight? Maybe that's it. I mean, we never really find out who the other who the other most eligible bachelors on on uh, or in Detroit are. I mean, I just am thinking like maybe there is there another home improvement podcast that's all from the Felix the Plumber perspective. Maybe they <laughs> bombed our thing. Maybe they hacked our polls. I mean, also I could do the Russian election meddling joke as if I haven't done that enough on this show. But uh, I mean, maybe maybe the the results were tainted. You know. Yeah, I just I feel like uh, was they've been attacked. I feel like they've been altered. Was was there maybe like some a dark money infusion at the last minute, like some some super pack called like uh, Plumbers for a Better America, run by Felix, like <laughs> you, you know uh, super pack. Yeah, yeah. N- th- you know this this pack is not affiliated with Felix the Plumber. Uh, <laughs> be, you know they, they can't tell you who to vote for, but they can they can say like Al Borland isn't that handsome or handy. Is this the person who we want being the handsomest, handiest handyman in Ham? You know, I only be sure to vote in the next grunt work. Poll. Normally, I put polls out for a week. I only did this one for twenty four hours, and maybe in that time there was some redistricting. I'm not sure mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. that changed where and who you can vote for. Yeah, they, they they drew the district so that only plumbers could vote. <laughs> uh, that's 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 shameful. It is. Uh, I mean, I don't know that I'm ashamed of our listeners. I don't know if I'm ashamed of us. I, I don't know if I'm ashamed of our world that we I, live I, in. I've lost hope in humanity. Wow. Well, uh, you know, Landon, I'm sorry. I wish I could. I wish that I could give you some kind of reassurance or something like that. But I, I guess we just have to, you know, organize better for the next poll. <laughs> I guess so. Or maybe so, just only put one Al. Because again, if you combine all the Al's, like clearly there is still love for Al. It's just whether the first Al, the second Al, or the third Al. Uh, it's true. I guess this is proof that we shouldn't clone him. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> Multiplicity is still a screenplay. Oh my I'm god! Working yes, on. yeah. Can we just remake that movie with uh, Richard Carn? I mean, I already like I, I already like Michael Keaton a lot, but Richard, but like <laughs> a million clones of Richard Carn, one of whom is wearing a boot on his head, is pretty funny. I can see him getting into uh, that body-sized Xerox machine and it uh, doing a pass over top of him 
Um, and uh, outside the the bottom of it, where the clone comes out, yeah. we actually get a little sign that says "The Grunt Count." Oh no! <laughs> you you were just saying like I really don't like jump scares, Landon. <laughs> I'll admit that one was a little contrived. That that was offsides. <laughs> uh, Grunt Count this week brought to us by Tara. Oh, this, and I, I should say Tweet Time Carn Corner the slash was uh, co-sponsored. By Kirstie and John V. Oh, two so of them you. coming together to bring us that 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 long diatribe <laughs> about how bad our, our fans are. Which may or may not make it to air. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll see. Uh, the grunt count this week was three. They oh, I was going to guess that. I was, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't give you a chance. That was going to be my... I was going to have a correct guess. Take a guess. Four. Nah, no, it was three. Shut Son your mouth. Bitch. <laughs> We're talking about grunts. Oh! Uh, yeah, no, it was three. All, uh-huh. all came to say, like, just... Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, he does it uh, just in one scene. I'm trying to remember what it I was. I think it's with Wilson when he's yeah, you're right. oh, ho, 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 when he realizes, oh, I can have that my whole family do. That was a weird mixture of Wilson and Tim together. I, I, ho, 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 neighbor. It's uh, it's kind of like the fly. They both get in the the <laughs> transporter at the same time. <laughs> Help me, neighbor. Help me. <laughs> yeah, that was him regurgitating. Uh, I've three. seen that T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, I have that. Yeah. Oh, that's right. You, you wore it like last time we recorded. That's right. Okay, yeah. Uh, Hope you're enjoying this. Three. Yeah. Cool. Cool. I don't have any comments on it this week. Yeah, no, there's really nothing. There's just three grunts. Cool. Um. Yeah, so now what do we do? Well, I uh, let's transition again. This is where we watch the episode again? <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, not this one. Uh, let's go into our outro. How's that sound? That sounds Unless you have anything else we didn't cover if, in this if, episode. If this outro will get us out of this apartment and into a burrito restaurant, then I am all about it. <laughs> if you enjoyed today's show and you want to help us create even better content or get us an air conditioner. Oh, God. A very silent air conditioner. <laughs> please consider becoming an official Grunthead sponsor on our Patreon. I actually said recently, and I'll stand by this, if we ever get 100 patrons, I will start a Twitter beef with Bob Vila. Wow. <laughs> that's i mean that's a pretty that's kind of low stakes but i mean okay certainly honestly if we get 100 sponsors if we get 200 we should start a real life beef with Bob <laughs> like go go like put a bag full of dog shit yeah. on his front porch one and step on at a time yeah yeah exactly yeah but it's but every step is against bob vila <laughs> uh but uh what do they get if they they join our patreon well if you join our patreon you get access to all kinds of amazing stuff you get uh, awesome giveaways of art and and things like that but the best thing that you get i could have thought of other examples but it's kind of hot and i can't the best thing you get is access to our supplemental podcast grunt work nights i don't know if that's the best thing but it's a thing that they a get. thing that you get access to that you can engage with or not yep. uh, is Grunt Work Nights, yep. a podcast about anything but the TV series Home Improvement. <laughs> it's gotten a lot less wispier and more just, I guess, gruntier. I, yeah, I, again, I got in the transporter with Tim and Wilson at the same time. Grunt Work Nights. Yeah. Uh, that, that sounds like you're getting ready for some football now. <laughs> Are you ready for some football? football? Uh, yeah, so Grunt Work Nights, great podcast. Just us bullshitting about, about bullshit, which I know it seems a lot like that's it's what very we're doing meta. now. But yeah. yeah, it's, uh, no, you know, I admit a lot of, I will say a lot of what we talk about, it tends to turn into us talking about movies, but I feel like we do it with a certain kind of flair and elan that you don't panache. get other places. Yeah. yeah, panache, lust for life, zest, if you will. You can find all of this stuff over at our Patreon, which is at patreon.com slash gruntworkpod. Yes. Uh, and if you want to help others find this show, the one that we're giving you for free, which is uh, supported by Patreon, yes, you can consider leaving us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to this thing. Yeah, you absolutely can do that. And, and when you do that. And when you do that, tell them what they that. get. What you'll get? 
is the secure knowledge that we will never borrow your bathrobe and wear it while naked. And if we do, we won't tell you about it, so you don't have to think about Okay, so what's there's happened. still wiggle room for me to... There, oh, there is going to be wiggle room in that bathroom. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> That's what I'm planning to use it for. <laughs> Hey-o. Please stop by and say hi to us on Twitter or Instagram, where you can find us, at GruntWorkPod. Uh, you can also find information on today's show, as well as listen to it a second time. If you want. Oh, yeah. God knows. Or maybe you already are. Yeah. Uh, on our website, which is... www.grotworkpodcast.com. And while you're there, you can sign up for our weekly newsletter. Oh, my God. We have a correction and omission. Oh, my God. You remember Sam? Yeah. <laughs> Two-time guest on the show. Yeah. Uh, someone who loves to be our corrections and omissions Oh, yes. Officer. She's a big fan of that. The, <laughs> the chief corrections officer. Uh, like a prison guard. She told us uh, she tried to sign up for our newsletter and uh, wasn't able to. It has been fixed, guys. Uh, I don't know how long this issue was going on. Oh, man, just legions gnashing their teeth. <laughs> uh, so I am aware of it now. I have fixed it. You can go sign up. This is just a direct message to Sam that she can get on our mailing list now. <laughs> get off my back. It's more like it. Whoa. Shut <laughs> your mouth. <laughs> I'm talking about uh, mail. Then we can dig it. Until next week, when we cover another episode of this TV show that we call Home Improvement. I've been Landon Solano. I've been Truman Caps. And remember, please clap. And smack. Sorry, that was not uh, but I'm talking about subtitle. <laughs>